welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It. It is today the last episode of this season one podcast um, of Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Love, Live the Life You Want. Um, and today I have my friend Nina Lockwood. Hi, Nina. Hi, it's so good to be here with yes. you again. <laughs> yeah, it, it is so it's going to be so much fun. Nina and I are going to chat with you guys about creating. Um, those of you who have followed me on, um, you know, Facebook and Instagram know that I hosted a webinar called 2021 an inspired year. And um, we're basically going to talk about, you know, the the source of inspiration and where are you know what are dreams and and how do we create and uh nina as you can see from her backdrop now those of you listening listening on audio you can't see it but go to my youtube channel and you will see it nina is a creative (laughs) so this is like your your um your uh, workshop it is yeah. So uh, this part, this side of the room is where my computer is and my writing desk and my non-paint side of the room. But then I get to turn around and mess around with paints and paper and all sorts of peculiar things that strike my fancy at any given time. All right. Okay. Well, I've seen it before, obviously, because, uh, you know, we've been around uh, each other for a while now. Yeah. Um, I've had the, the, yeah, I've had the pleasure of meeting you live. And I remember when I first met you, I was like, Oh, my God, it's like meeting a star because you've always been on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Oh, she actually exists. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. It's funny, we do have we do live in a virtual reality right now. So we're wondering, you know, who's who's real? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, before we begin, Nina, let the, the people listening in, let them know what you're doing right okay. now, like who you are and what you're doing right now. All right. So I am a coach and an artist and an author and a speaker. And what I have been really interested in doing lately is unpacking this idea of creativity and what it means. So Interestingly enough, I've just started reading a book on quantum creativity and trying to understand how quantum physics um, is the container for creativity. And so since May, I think I started in May, I started an interview series, which you know about the creativity conversations, where I talk to people about how they see creativity and how it shows up for them and what's in the way and how do we get out of our own way to be more creative and just play with stuff, you know, get out of that uh, self-absorption that sometimes happens with creativity. You know, does it look good? What will people say? You know, all the ways that we stop ourselves because it's, once we can do that, we can put aside those um, limitations. We can just have fun. Yeah. And if we're not having fun, why are we doing something? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So everybody, um, uh, if you want to find what Nina does uh, as a conversation, you can go to youtube.ninalockwood.com to go see the, the Facebook page. Thank you. And then you could go to 
hold on, let me remember podcast.ninalockwood.com if you want to listen to the podcast, like the audio version of it. Uh, I've helped Nina set it up. That's why I know all of the addresses by heart. (laughs) (laughs) And you did such a good job because I did have a learning curve for that process. Well, you're, you're, you, you learn easily. You like you, you got out of your own way for that. I can tell you that. (laughs) I tried my best. So the, the off camera people I was uh, discussing with Nina that this week I had a webinar with the wonderful Mavis Karn uh, and she is Mavis is actually 80 81 or something like that and she's been having these conversations with people for over 30 years and you know when you when you listen to her you just get in this beautiful space of settledness like it's like a stillness that you have in you and you it's easy for us to associate it to her you know it's easy to say it's because of her and at the end of this session actually Michael said you know this beautiful space you guys are in right now well that's you it it really has nothing to do with with uh, an outside an outside event it's really an inside out thing And inside this conversation, she actually said, and and I thought it just, it was just so um, appropriate for this conversation, because she said, dreams, if they come from inspiration, they'll show you the right next step. And so I wanted to, because I know that you're into creation and, and inspiration also, And so I wanted to have a conversation with you about that. I wanted to know, like, what do you think of inspiration and dreams and creation? Let's start with dreams. So that's like, I'm like asking three things. And (laughs) (laughs) that's okay. Yeah. So what about dreams? What do you think of them? Well, first of all, I think that some people are kind of phobic around the word dreams dreams and goals. Oh, that's too much for me in my small little life, my predictable, safe life. Doing something that involves dreaming. Oh, I don't know. That might be beyond my capacity. But I think being able to dream is, I don't know. I think it's part of that creative, that willingness to just play around and see what happens and not make it a personal statement about me. You know, there's this funny paradox about making stuff, whether you're making stuff with your hands or you're writing or you're producing something, making a video, making dinner, that it's about me. But just as you were saying about Michael's point of Mavis, it's something that's already in us. So it's not that we're really asking the question, how, how good is this? How good am I? But we're pointing towards something else. We're pointed to something that intrigues us, that sounds really, ooh, let's investigate that more. And I think that so many, there's been such an emphasis, at least this is where I've seen it, is follow your dreams. Well, what does that mean to people? When you, when you actually start talking about the really practical aspects of it, what does that mean to follow your dream? Does it mean that you're going on a quest around the world? Of course, you can't do that now, but... yeah. 
you know, what does it really mean to have a dream? And, and if it's, is it something I've always wanted to do? Or is it just, let's see what happens? And maybe it's a combination of both. Yeah. What I've do you seen, think? I've seen, well, what I've seen is that um, my dreams didn't necessarily um, always look the way that I thought they looked, mm. you know, like I kind of like, I saw the, I saw that I, I like, I'd have this dream, this idea that, you know, it looked in a specific way. It was gonna, I'm gonna make stuff up right now. It's gonna be like, it looked like a house with, you know, the roof like this, and then the, 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 you know, the white picket fence and all like, that's what the dream was. And that was the aim. And if I didn't reach that, if I didn't get to that, then my dream wasn't coming true, you know, and, and that kind of like, I saw that, you know, at one point, because I was like, oh, I'm gonna fall in love and get married, you know, and, and I was like, well, why was that a dream, you know, like, because in the end, it really like, I'm not married. (laughs) And I'm not in love. I am. I am love, but I'm not in love with, Mm -hmm. you know, another person. And, and I'm still, you know, I think that I'm still living a dream life. And so how do you define dream? What's a dream life? I think that for me, I'd say a dream life is um, being at peace, being Mm. content, being present. Um, Yeah, I think that, you know, when I'm in that space, there's no need for anything else. Yeah. You know, well, that's I don't, a gorgeous way to put it. Yeah. No need for that picket fence or that man or that wedding or that kids or just like I love being in that space. And the more I'm in this conversation, the more I the more time I spend there. Mm. And yeah. it's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, I love what you're saying. I think that. You know, and I, uh, I'm reflecting on what you quoted from Mavis about dreams showing us our next step, that that, that too requires that we just take a step back and notice what's going on for us and what's possible for us. Because it seems to me that we, I was thinking about this this morning, is that creating things is not so much a capacity as a characteristic of who we are and and a reflection of the whole world actually the way the the world is the whole universe is is constantly in motion constantly creating coming up with new possibilities new variations and that space that is so yummy to be in because there are, it's the world of the quantum world of all possibilities, right? And when we're in that space, there's a flavor to it, there's a feeling to it. And it's not, it's not about us. It's more about what can be expressed. 
And if it's something that I, I think most creative people say the same thing is that we're channels where where something is coming through us and the more we get out of the way the more it's allowed to be expressed freely and with all the little bells and whistles that if we're getting out of the way we can allow it to actually happen and take place but there's mm -hmm. a feeling quality to that I think for me anyway, what Mavis is talking about that dream state, to me, it's that world of possibilities and it's, it's infinite. We can play with it at any time. Yeah. And there's always something new to be discovered in it. When I, what I wrote after, like, cause when I write these quotes during the thing, then I write like something comes to, to me, like comes in, something comes through me yeah. and and the thing that came to me was get to a place where you know the difference between the knowing and the thinking. Ah, so how would you define that? I, I have a reaction to that, but how would you define the difference between them? Um, I think that when it's thinking, I have doubts, doubts show up. And when it's knowing, it's just, I know, oh yeah, that this is what I'm doing next. And, and I'm like, I'm, I am playing with that. Like I am looking at, you know, like back before I knew this conversation existed, you know, this, yeah, this, I mean, the, the three principles is a conversation that I have with a lot of people right now. And, and, but before this, it was like intuition, you know, they were like, listen to your intuition. And I was like, yeah, but how do I make the difference between my intuition? Like, I, I was like, I didn't know. So, but now it's like, it's really like, there's, I know. And then there's, I think, and I'm playing with that. Yeah. And I'm I playing with the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it comes from two different places. Don't you it, think? It, or it has a different well, yeah, quality. It, yeah, and there's a different quality to it, but I do, I do admit that if I start looking at my body, like if I, if I start really pay attention to my body, one of them comes from up here. I can almost literally feel it on my head, on my, on my brain. Like it's almost like I can feel the brain, and the other one comes from here, and it's a warm, it like it's my heart area. <laughs> I yeah. guess some people might call it the the heart chakra or whatever they want to call it. Yeah. But it's it, if if I look body wise, yeah, they kind of come from a different place. But they yeah. also have a different feel like you said. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's to me there are two things that I'll notice if I've gotten in my own way. One is that I'm thinking too much about the process. And two, I just forgot what the second thing was. <laughs> oh, I know what it was, the feeling quality of it. So I, I either notice, oh, I'm thinking too much about how this looks or what's going to come next or blah, 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 you know, all my requirements and expectations. Or the, the feeling that I have when I'm in my own way is um, very contracted. So it, rather than being in a space where I can say, okay, let it come. I'm saying, well, no, it has to 
come this way, doesn't it? Or what about what happens down here? So I'm already prejudging the process before it even happens. Mm. And that's not a good feeling. So when I recognize one of those two, then I know, okay, wait a minute. I used to have a, uh, a painting teacher who would recommend having two or three different things out that you're working on at the same time. And this was someone who was uh, teaching collage. And she said, if it takes you more than three seconds to put something down on paper, go to something else. Do don't think. And I, I agree with that is the, the more we try to make something into something else that we have an expectation about, the harder it is for it to just come naturally. Hmm. It's so funny because, you know, in, in the, an inspired year webinar that I'm working on, um, or that I worked on by now, uh, the thing that comes up to me is like, it's like, just let yourself, just let yourself write down what you want, whether it sounds stupid, ridiculous, unachievable, just put it down. Just like create it for yourself, play around it and don't filter it. Like don't put it through the filter of your insecure thinking or your good sense or your, you know, like we have these filters. Well, okay, well, I'm not going to write this because this filter is, oh, I can't do that. Or I, I shouldn't, or, or this, this, can't happen this you know like right this. and then we just the more that we go the more we create those filters like but we're actually creating in that moment yes so we're creating filters that are limiting ourselves yeah go figure isn't that crazy <laughs> this is like yeah. just write it down give yourself permission like I'm a writer like that's what I was telling people I was like I'm a writer the writing of it just makes sense to me like yeah. it's like I put it down on paper and it I let myself create crazy stuff you know and I remember I'm, I'm gonna tell you maybe 17 years ago I wrote down that it was like it was like okay here's how I want to live my life you know I want to wake up whenever I want to wake up and I and that was like in 20 in 2003 that was like unimaginable in my brain it was kind of like no no I'm an employee I have to you know I have to work and I have to get up and I have to do nine to five and like that's how it was for me back then that was my reality you know, and I just sat down and it's like, you know, I'd like to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and on weekends, I'd like to do, I was just creating just for the hell of it. Like, how would it look like? And it's not exact because yeah, I kind of like recalibrated, but I'm living the life that I want. I'm waking up when I want. I'm, you know, if it, it could be 5 a.m., like it has nothing to do with like today I woke up at 1130. Don't ask me why. I have no idea. I'm like, okay, I guess my body was tired. But you know, sometimes I'll wake up at five. Yeah. Well, that sounds such like it's such freedom to be able to do what you you said. Just just see. Just see what let what's what's gonna come out anyway. 
Yeah. The, you're reminding me of a story of someone that I know who was concerned about their um, love life and that they were um, really longing for a relationship. And they were fine on their own, but they really felt like they wanted someone to share their life with. And within two weeks, this person had met someone. And I now they're very close. They spend hours on Zoom together because we yeah. are where we are right now. Yeah, yeah. And it was so clean. It was so clean. His intention was not, oh, poor, pitiful me, but isn't it, wouldn't it be nice? And that was a different come from, you know, a different origin point. And it, it made me think about my, my new studies in quantum creativity, <laughs> where when we are present, and we are coming from a place of, uh, I want to say uh, coming from a clean place, but what I really, I, I don't mean wash your hands first, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coming from a place that is as in the, the, uh, the highest place in ourselves, the most genuine, the most authentic, without it having any strings attached, that that creates a certain openness to what the universe has in store for us. And I think that the universe is benevolent. We get mixed up yeah. and we're not so benevolent towards ourselves or, or one another, but the universe and how the universe works and how we're designed as human beings to be a distillation of consciousness at large and have it come through us in a way that is really uh, emphasizing the beauty and goodness and truth and love is it's all possible the more we take our little picture of ourselves to and put it to the side and and just keep asking that question what wants to come through because consciousness the universe is always creating and we're a part of that. We get to be, whether we call it midwives or channels or vectors or, you know, that's, that's who we are by nature. And that, to me, that possibility, that realization actually is, can really very effectively put all of the, the self-absorption to the side so that we do have room for something to come through that has a a very, um, very attractive and uh, collaborative element to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the difference between I have to and I get to. Yeah. Two different worlds. Yeah, and, and it used to be just words you know, like, cause I've, I've gone yeah. through that, you know, that years back, it would be like, listen to the words coming out of your mouth, you know, cause that's, that's just the result of what you're thinking. 
right? So the words that you use are, are a result of your thoughts. So if you, you can't understand, you know, you can't differentiate the, that part that you have on, in your heart or the part that you have in your head, then just pay attention to the words coming out of your mouth. And then you'll start seeing, okay, well, that's thought that that's the thought that's in the background of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you were speaking, I kind of, and you were talking about your friend that, you know, just wanted to um, be in a relationship. It kind of reminded me, like I said, you know, like I would, I, I write down, right. So I would write down a lot of, you know, in, in the beginning of my singlehood, because, you know, like I've, I've been, I've, I haven't been in a relationship in many years. And in the beginning of like, when I first left my fiance, cause I actually was engaged, um, you know, like I suffered, like I suffered because it was thought, obviously, you know, there was a lot of thinking around, oh my God, well, then I'm not, I'm not realizing my dream. I'm not fulfilling my dream. So I'm going to be one of those that, you know, like there was so much thought around it. And, and I would just write it down. And, and I, you know, this, at the end of December, I usually sit down and I, what do I want next year? You know, and, and I always, I've always done it. And um, I would, I would reread these think these thoughts that I would write about being in a relationship. Oh, I want him to be like this. And I want him to be like that. And, and he should this and he shouldn't that, you know, like I would, write this whole list of requirements yeah the whole list of requirements and then and and I would let myself write it you know I I would like I said I haven't I was always a no holds bar just write it down just put it on paper but once I'd reread it it would be like well that really wouldn't matter like every time I'd see one I'd be like this, you know, it really wouldn't matter. Um, and this really wouldn't matter. So, you know, the online dating thing has always been very difficult for me because I would just write a whole bunch of stuff that, you know, my thought thought, <laughs> my thinking <laughs> thought would be good. But I knew in the end, it really didn't matter. So I kind of came to the fact that, you know what, it's more of an organic thing for me. Like maybe, you know, maybe the online dating works for other people. For me, it's an organic thing for me. It's not going to be a list of series. It's going to be, hey, hi, how are you doing? Oh, you know, I like you. Let's get to know each other. That's how it's going to be for me. You know what I mean? And, but I could see thought. I could see the thinking inside. And I could, I could see how my brain would go is it really, (laughs) you know, like, it's like, if you, if you can write something down and then reread it and then you'll know, oh, no, really, this is not, that's, I don't really want that. I wrote it down, but I, I, I don't want it. And that's what I love around this creation inspiration thing where you can that's why what Mavis says you know like the they'll show you the next step so mm-hmm. if you really listen you'll and you you really listen from that space in you that has 
no filters. It's almost like, you know, I, I remember this phrase that I heard, which was, you know, somewhere beyond right and wrong. Mm, a roomy poem. Yeah. Like, I think, like, for me, like, I've been to that place. I've been to that place where there was no right, there was no wrong. There was just what was and what worked for me and what didn't work for me. Yeah. It's so simple, isn't it? Yeah. I love that you're you're suggesting or sharing that process of writing things down because it can be it can show us so much of where our expectations are and how they they're not always that useful (laughs) most of the time they're not because they constrain our possibilities but if we see it's the same thing for me if i'm i'm painting something i don't know what's going to come out i mean i have some feelings that i want to share some feelings or want to play with some colors or i don't know what's going to happen i just want to get in there and dig around and see what i can unearth is that you see so much about what you think you want versus what's actually available to you and what's actually showing up. Mm. And I think so much of our requirements and our expectations are about keeping us safe. We don't fail. We don't look stupid. We create something that looks good. People like it. You know, that comparison thing and uh, as opposed to just being in that space where our thoughts are at the, our, our, our thoughts are almost the handmaiden of our, our hearts. Not, they're not disconnected, but one is in service of the other. And usually being in our hearts are thinking if we're coming from a heart-centered place, that place of possibility, I think they're the same thing. And when we're in that place, we're less likely to let our thinking about what should or shouldn't happen uh, determine what we do. Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like, like I say thinking, but it's really there are these specific thoughts that everybody hears you know, there are, you know, the shoulds, everybody has shoulds, shoulds and should nots, everybody has them. And we think that they're important. Really, but it's they're keeping us small. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm so <laughs> me too. You know, they're keeping yeah. us small. Those, those thoughts of I can, I can't, I should, I shouldn't, Um, you know, there's it and it's, it's, it's not the the thought that is, (laughs) I'm going to say bad, but I mean, it's not thought that's bad. It's that we're using these specific, we're using the power of thought to feed and grow and make these negative should shouldn't <laughs> bigger than than what they should be yeah and keep us from growing and being our full potential yeah we yeah, have funny it's like misusing a tool 
It's yeah. not even like it is misusing a tool, yeah. right? Because if we're following, we're following an impulse, impulse, an inkling, a, a something that says, come here. And we're just following it to follow it. Then our thinking is, is not, well, should I put one foot in front of the other? Or should I run ahead really fast? Or should I keep my arms open? Or should I, there's none of that. It's just following the thing that's intriguing, that's calling to us. So we're, as you were saying, we're creative all the time. Yeah. What we put on in the morning, what we have for breakfast, you know, how I decide to arrange or disarrange my desk. Yeah. It's all up to us. And we, well, it's not always up to us because do, sometimes, of course, we do get, and I'd certainly get caught up in my thinking. So it doesn't seem like a possibility. But that act of noticing that, oh, this isn't a very expansive place. You know, I'm, I'm, and, and it's up to me. It's the, I can use the tool for the right thing. So I'm not using a pair of scissors to unscrew a tight screw in something. I'm usually, I'm actually using the right tool for the job. Yeah. Hmm. So awesome. What is like, what is like one of the most surprising thing that you've created? Last spring, I think it was last spring, um, I was in Michael Neal's Emerging Voices program. And each month we had a different prompt for something we were going to work on for that given month. And one month it was do something every day. So it could be write something every day. It could have been, you know, make something, something you were doing every day and it was different. And then the next month it was do one thing that's going to take you a month to do. And it, some of that time I was like, okay, what am I going to do? But then it occurred to me, I was reading a, uh, a book of poetry by Mary Oliver, who was an American poet, beautiful, beautiful poetry. And I was really inspired by it. And I was reading it every morning. And suddenly it was, I, saw that there were so many things that she was talking about, about the natural world and being present to the world and um, that I had had very similar situations growing up in my life where I got the chance to see things about life from a number of different lenses. So I thought, what would it be like if I were to make something three-dimensional that reflected all of the things that have touched me over my life and not like a scrapbook but something that was three-dimensional so asking that question what would it be like how could I do it I didn't the cool thing that happened was I wasn't thinking about it like well what do I need I would like look and because I do art I have all sorts of collections of stuff. And mm. so I thought, well, okay, this thing is going to build itself. And that's what happened. I found all these pieces of, um, uh, I built this pagoda, if you will. It was I called it a cabinet of curiosities. And it was four-sided. And someone built me a, uh, like a lazy Susan that was two feet square. So it was about two feet by 
three or four feet tall and it had could rotate mm. and it was the most fun experience because I wasn't saying should this go here or mm, is this going this side or that side it was just it was like okay where are you gonna go and it would tell me it was like, put me here you know or put me here or add this or subtract that and I was just following the music it was such a cool experience. And I, it was so easy. Mm. And I thought, oh, wow, this means I could do that with other things as well. But it turned out to be so much fun. And I put all sorts of things in there that said, I want to be in here and include this and add that. And the, the I looked at it afterwards and I thought, you know, this what I'm seeing here is not a, a success story per se. It wasn't because I, it wasn't a reflection of how I had traveled the world or had met celebrities or, you know, accomplished unbelievable things or made a million dollars, but it was all about how I had been so fortunate to see life from so many different angles, from the lens of poetry, from the lens of music, from the lens of art, from the lens of writing, from the lens of dance, that I realized how rich my life had been. And that I, I've probably said this to you before, I've said it in different con uh, contexts, is that what I realized was my, my passion, my joy, my delight was to point to those things that are so beautiful that I just have to show you what it is. I just have to show you. And that was a really transformative experience because then I realized, oh, I could, this could happen in other areas of my life, especially where I think I'm stuck. So if I take a different question to it, then a different possibility of making that dream, whether it's a dream that just came in my head this morning, or something that I've had for decades, it gives it room to actually be expressed. Mm. Very nice. Cool. <laughs> it was. I'm, I'm going to share mine. Oh, please. So I've been wanting to do these products so this is a cream this is a hand cream so for i'm telling you as long as i can remember i've loved essential oils and i had a ton of essential oils in my house <laughs> and i um never did anything with them except you know maybe make the diffuser, you know, like put it in water and put a candle and it smelled good, but I never did anything about it. And uh, during the pandemic, I actually started doing so many of my products. Um, you know, I've, I'm doing my face cream, I'm doing my face soap, I'm doing uh, toner, I'm I, I dabbled in shampoo, but I think I'm gonna stick like, you know, I'm going to stick with L'Oreal or Avida. Uh, <laughs> um, my hair needs, you know, a little bit more. And, uh, and I just love it. I mean, I done, and I've done lip balm, um, 
I'm like, now I'm, I'm, I've decided I was doing candles, uh, you know, so I'm going to be playing with candles and I'm going to giving candles away. I'm going <laughs> to, that's what I'm going to be doing. And, um, and I, I'm just surprised that, you know, how doing that. And I think that what, what began it all was me experimenting with cooking. Like I, mm. I kind of like saw myself during the pandemic, I saw myself be a good cook, which, you know, I'm 50 now and I've never really cooked. I've never like, you know, it was like mac and cheese and peanut butter and, you know, the basics, <laughs> you know, the basics, but actually doing this, these great meals, like I surprise myself, like I sit down at the table by myself going, oh man, this is so good, <laughs> you know, and doing that, like I saw this during the pandemic where I was like, oh my God, I'm also creative with my food. And then I started looking and then I started playing with this and now I'm playing with scents and I'm like, oh wait, I could do this, like this cream. I mean, I, it, I found a recipe online that said non-greasy cre cream and I'm a, I put cream on my hands like daily, like three, four times a day. Like I'm a big cream fan and so I was spending a lot of money on on creams right and I did this cream and I put it on my feet because now it's like okay well I can put it anywhere I made I know I made this my feet have never been so good looking <laughs> I've got like these beautiful little feet now <laughs> and who knew and who knew and who knew it's like it's really a lot of fun and, um, you know, now I'm like, like I told you in the past, in a previous uh, conversation we had, I think I'm going to play with painting. Like I don't, I know I can't design. So now I'm going to do paint by colors. And that was something that, you know, I would never have done because it, because it was my filter was, you can't do that. That's not real. But who said that? Exactly. So I'm going to play with that too. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. Well, that's such a good example of that, um, that creative nature that we all have and that you were willing to explore. Yeah. Just so guys, just because yeah, really, if you guys uh, are looking to, you know, create an inspired year, just let yourself write the shitty stuff. <laughs> and the cool stuff and the crazy stuff, just write it all down. And let yourself be and see what comes through you. Yeah. And, and then you'll see there's, there's going to be these kind of things that are just gonna light up your being. There's like, right, it like yeah. lights you up, you kind of like, it, you're just gonna know. Mm hmm. I, I, Preaching to the choir with that one. I'm a, I'm a firm believer of that. And I think that there's something so hopeful about making our lives bigger and more connected and more joyful, knowing that it's just we're just here playing. We don't have to make it into a big thing about what I'm my self worth or 
likability or any of that stuff. It's like, there is so much, when you're watching a flower grow, it's not like you're, you've got your notebook and your checklist. Like, is this going to be big enough? Is it going to be pretty enough? Is what about it, the color? I, right. All of that. We're just like, watch, look today, look what happened. It grew three inches, you know, and we're just, we're, we're watering it, you know, make sure it's got a lots of sunshine, but there's a, there's an idea that wants to be germinated just, and that's true for us too. Yeah. The more we're aware that it's, it's not really about us, even though it may be coming through us and it has our particular flavor or color, or whatever. It's still, it's something that wants to come out, come through that world of all possibilities, that world of consciousness and be shared with the world. So funny, you know what triggered when you said it's not about us? I, I, I was kind of like, it's not about the us that we think we are. Mm, very well put. Yeah, that's that just kind of like popped into my head. Like we think of, of us, like we think we have a story of us, but there's a whole other us. <laughs> right. There's right. a whole other one that, you know, I got to meet her. I got to meet and and I was like in awe of her when my mom passed. I mean, I got to meet her. And I was like, wow, like, I never thought that I could be this person, mm. you know? So there's a whole nother me. <laughs> yeah, but the bigger, the, the one that's not defined by what you do or don't do. Mm. That one that has sourced in that infinite creative potential in that consciousness that is just completely generative that is expansive that is connected to so many other things and so many other people and that feels better to be in that place because there's no insecurity there this i call it the space of love like i really think that under it all we're love we are all love and i'm not talking about romantic love here people yeah. i'm talking about just love this place of no judgment we are actually there with yeah. no judgment at all yeah yeah i with you on that one again yeah i've been doing this uh, program that i started in november called love and action yeah and i did it because i i created it because i thought i saw so many people and including myself at times just shutting down you know and some of that was fear and some of that was insecurity. And what we've been doing with each part of the program each week is that we just, we look at something else, we explore something else. Where's the love in this? Mm -hmm. So we did one on the energetics of love. And then we did two on uh, quantum physics and love. And then we've got one coming up, uh, love and uh, nature. So there's things like the sacred geometry and the Fibonacci series. And there's so many things that, as one of the people in the program said, it's about uncovering love. It's about uncovering what's already here for us. Yeah. Nice. Same is true for creativity. It's that process of uncovering however we get to do it, that we realize that that's who we are. That's who we are. Yeah. And that's really cool. 
<laughs> so be aware, guys, just like I love, like you said the word aware earlier. And I was like, yes, being aware, like just not not aware to beat yourself up. Just notice, you know, what shows up in your space and notice what shows up in your mind and, you know, get to that place where you can differentiate the thinking from the knowing, yeah. you know, like that, like what is inspiring you versus what is, you know, shrinking you. Yeah. And if you're shrinking yourself, you're, you're not in that space of love. Because, you know, that space of love will always make you grow. Yeah. And that same space of love will always enable you to create. Mm, yeah. Wow. Most of the time, creativity is not hard unless we make it hard. Yeah. You know, and there's something very... To me, it's an aspect of, you know, after a while, words are just concepts that we're throwing around. But there yeah. is this thing, whether we call it consciousness, ground of our being, that divine mind, that's, that's where all of the, everything is originating. And it has those qualities of love and happiness and compassion and beauty and truth. They're all like they're all facets of the same diamond mm -hmm. and we get to be it we get to embody it and isn't that cool isn't it that is. just so much fun instead of being able to being focused on what can't be done yeah exactly start playing with well what what could we do here wow this was a great conversation nina thank you for closing the year with me thank you for inviting me for closing so, one year and opening another there you go so just for the i know i told you i i, I said all your information a little earlier but if people want to get in touch with you sure. how, how could they do that they can go to my website which is my name ninalakwa.com i'm on linkedin facebook a little less active on Instagram, at least right now. I've got a YouTube channel, my creativity conversations. And as you said, it's also up on um, podcasts. So I'm on Spotify, Apple. Yeah, Spotify, iTunes, Google. Yes, thank you. Pandora. <laughs> I think we're covering most of the bases, yeah. which you helped me do. Thank you very much. Pretty much. People just, just you know, your favorite podcast platform, just search for creativity conversations with Nina Lockwood or by Nina Lockwood eh? with with so all right well thank you very much thank everybody you. thank you Nina again and uh, we I thank you all for listening to this whole season if you have been there uh, thank you and uh, I don't know what season two is going to bring but it's going to be sometime in 2021 and uh, so I'm still going to wish you to dream it, dare it, do it, and live the life you love. Have a good one. See you later. Bye.